Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A Few Goodmen. We talk about the movies of John Goodman. This week, we watched The Borrowers. Now, just I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta do one little thing before we get into the movie, Mark. Okay. And that's I, I'd like to acknowledge the fact that um, to our loyal listeners, it you know we've been consistently coming out with new A Few Goodmen content every week but but for mark and i we haven't recorded in like three or four weeks so welcome back mark yeah feels good to be back i've been very bored anything exciting happened in the last month i watched the borrowers dana (laughs) oh i also have to acknowledge one other thing um the last couple episodes i mentioned that ian holm was in this movie um He's not. Uh, that is not Ian Holm. That is Jim Broadbent. Ian Holm is in the BBC miniseries of The Borrowers. Oh, that makes sense. He plays, um, he he, but he does play Pod Clock. Okay, because I've like is this is I imagine this is comes from like a book or something. Yes, it does come from a, a British book. Because um, there were by... moments in this movie where, like, they alluded to characters that, like, we were supposed to have already known. Like, it feels <laughs> like we were supposed to have already known who these people are, and they're just like, "Why? Why is everyone hugging? And why are they happy? Why? I've just met these people." Well, okay, are you talking about at, at near the end? Near the end, we were introduced to like a bunch of new characters, and they're like, "Ah, oh, always the same," and we're just like, "Not for us, it isn't." This is brand well, new to us. No, it no, it isn't. Um, there is stories about them at the beginning of the movie um, during dinner about how, like, the father used to get into all this sort of trouble uh, with his friends, and the the kid doesn't know if there's any other borrowers. And yeah, um, it was all set like, up. I feel like that's several books worth of lore that they tried to jam into like a dinner conversation. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, Jim Broad Broadbent. Um, he is he's, one of those kind of people he's who fantastic is fantastic in this. Yeah, he's always good. Uh, I just never uh, remember his name. Um, <laughs> uh, what else has he? What else has he been in? Because uh, he's one of those uh, faces. He was in uh, Bridget Jones' Diary. He was in the Harry Potter movies. He was in Moulin oh. Rouge. Yeah, he was Harold Zidler in Moulin Rouge. Which um, you like that movie? I don't. It's enjoyable. I hate it so al- much. He was also on the Teletubbies. Was he really? No, he wasn't. Well, y- yeah. The the 2015 to 2018 Teletubbies, he is voice trumpet and announcer. Okay, that's okay, that's that's late. That's like reboot Teletubbies. Yeah, that's also Game OG of Thrones. Tele- I guess he was one of the many, many British actors who was on Game of Thrones. Also, that's another thing, is that this movie um a lot of a lot of British actors. Okay, uh, this is the point I brought. Okay, so everybody in the movie is British except for John Goodman and the main family, which leads me to ask, where the fuck does this movie take place? Um. Also, when does this movie take place? Um. Because, so I think that this movie is. I think this movie takes place in England. But, but all of the like all the cars like. But in the cars, 
they're like on the like the steering wheel is on the American side. Yeah, and they kind of drove in the middle of the road instead of in either of the lane. I was looking at that. It it reminded me it 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 felt like this is England in the way that England exists in the mind of Americans. Um, <laughs> okay. Because the thing is, is that like everybody was driving classic cars, uh, and it it looked kind of like like all the houses and everything like that looked like it was straight out of like Oliver Twist. Yet people had cell phones. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's the way. This is nineteen ninety seven. This is like when cell phones weren't like they weren't rare, but like they weren't common either. Yeah, and and also like. Like Hugh Laurie plays like this quaint little police officer. Like, who? What era is he supposed to be out of? Like, <laughs> I, dude, I have no idea. Really good cast for this movie. There was Jim Broadbent. There's Hugh Laurie. Obviously, John Goodman and Tom Felton. This is the first movie he was ever in. Oh yeah, um, he's uh, one of the little Harry Potter boys, isn't he? He's Malfoy. Yeah, somebody. Um... Uh, we were. T- I was. I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours, and he was like, "Oh, that's that movie Draco Malfoy was in." And I was like, "I. I don't know. I've. I've never seen a Harry Potter, but now I've seen Tom Felton in a movie um, covered in dog shit." Uh, he was also in like the Planet of the Apes remake, and he was really good in that. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed those. I didn't know he was in them. Um, he's the he one that says, "Get he's the one that says, get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape." Oh, oh yeah, I remember him. He was the one with the awful, awful American accent. Yeah, it wasn't a great American accent, but overall, he did good in that movie. Oh no, he was the worst. A- he the, he was outacted by my monkeys in that movie. <laughs> well, to be fair. The monkey was Andy Circus. So no, no, I'm not talking about the computer monkey. I'm talking about the earlier in the movie when it was just actual monkeys. When it was actual monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got outacted by by trained uh, circus animals. Anyway, he um, we're not focusing on the bad job he did in that movie. We're focusing on the the okay job he did in this movie. I'd say, considering this kid was like eight, he did pretty fucking good in this movie. um yeah and then also mark williams um i i don't know i don't he he, do you know him from anything no but Uh, he's like the dad isn't he no he's the exterminator oh yes no mark williams he's also he's also from the harry potter series he's uh uh he's the arthur weasley arthur weasley he's mr weasley yeah yeah um And he was also in like a hundred. Remember when they did a live action remake of 101 Dalmatians? Of course. Another, and he was one of the bad guys in that, along with Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Um, so it seems like America has like two British actors that they pick from, and it's either that guy or Hugh Laurie. <laughs> Anytime oh. like, someone who sounds British, get fucking house. Yeah, and every other time they hire British actors, they get them to do American accents. <laughs> I mean, Hugh Laurie does a pretty good American accent, but I can't imagine, like, I think there's a reason why we've never seen Jim Broadbent playing an American character. Unless, wait, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't, uh, uh, Bridget Jones, I don't remember. All, all I know is that, like, 
like at least half of the uh, DCU are are fake English, uh, fake American accents. <laughs> Which I don't know why. There's so many kids in Hollywood that are starving. Oh, um, there's this amazing TV show, Preacher, and there is one scene where every single person on screen had a fake accent Um, (laughs) because it was all English people. And then there was one. um, Yeah, even even the Irish person was played by an English person. So he had a fake Irish accent and two people with faking American accents. But anyway, fake accents in this movie. And I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I think it would. I think it would definitely been a would would have been worse if it was like um, the Americans had. I mean, actually, have you ever heard John Goodman with a with an English accent? No, has that ever happened? Uh, no, because he puts on fake accents all the time, but they're they're always um, regional American accents. I feel like if you need a chubby British guy, though, like that's not hard to find. <laughs> oh, you know what? It was so in this movie at the at the first like third of this movie, John Goodman has this like ridiculous little mustache, and. He looks so different with that mustache on, but then it gets pulled off of his face, and he just looks like John Goodman all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, it makes me wonder, like, was it a fake mustache, or did he just, like, dude, halfway through, is he like, this mustache is ridiculous, and I'm shaving it? Oh, no, there's so many lines that are based off of him getting something done to his face. I doubt that they would have rewritten the entire script because he wanted to shave. That's fair. So I remember uh, seeing this movie when I was a little kid. You know what? I liked it when I was a kid, and I kind of liked it this time, too. Whole, I, never, like, meat... I never saw it. Uh, this was my first time. The whole, like, meat of the plot is, like, John Goodman. This is the first time I ever saw John Goodman playing a, a villain character. This is my first John Goodman villain. Uh, and he is a lawyer who <laughs> apparently hides somebody's will, and because of that, it means that he owns the house, which no, I just no. want to point out not how wills work. Also, he didn't hide it. She hid it. She hid it, but he's like, there's no will, so like, obviously it goes to me then. And it's like, in what universe is no, that how it works? Um, no, it would go to... Um, um, I think it would go to the bank. Um, or it would go... But he was, he was her uh, executor, the executor of her will. So he's the one who kind of... Um, doles out all the stuff so that actually there might be a weird kind of loop loop around where that could actually happen that felt like a really just like ah this is how we're doing it like it really felt like that's not it really feels like that's not how wills work also he um he he's trying to destroy this will and his lighter doesn't work so he goes and finds matches instead of just like ripping it up (laughs) Um, yeah, like really not. <laughs> There's a lot of plot holes in this movie. Uh, one thing that I noticed is okay, the character's name was Mr. Potter, and he's trying to build an apartment pl- complex called Pottersville, which is not borrowing, it is directly stealing from It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> really? I have, I, um, I, I don't know, I don't know the last time I saw that movie. Oh, it's great. I watched it last year with my girlfriend, and she hated it, and I can kind of see her point. There's a (laughs) lot, like, I don't know if you, like, it took me, like, until I was an adult to realize 
that like his biggest fear, like one of the things that he reacts strongest to in It's a Wonderful Life is when he like he's going around finding out what happened to everyone and like his mother like is old and sad and he finds out what happens to his wife and she's an old maid. She never got married and have children. And he's so upset by it. And I just want to point out that in this movie, he's in his mid-30s. So his wife would not have been an old maid. His wife would have been a single woman in her mid-30s. <laughs> but he's like, no, Mary, don't you remember me? <laughs> oh, yeah, some people really love Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Stewart. Um, just, just all the stuff he does. Um, I haven't seen much of it though. Um, uh, he also did. He was also in a really good movie called Shop Around the Corner that I really like, which was re- later remade into You Got Mail. I, um, I don't like the plot of of. I don't like the plot that 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 general plot. The um, Shop Around the Corner slash uh, You Got Mail plot. Uh, you Got Mail. I think it's just a flat out awful movie. Um, I mean, in modern, from a modern lens, yes, it's creepy. Yeah, yeah, totally. And also, uh, not at all how the internet works anymore. Yeah, uh, he t- he totally gaslights her in both movies, um, just to kind of manipulate her into a relationship, and we're supposed to see it as romantic. Uh, yeah, I it's mean, in retrospect we understand. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, like, I'm just still saying... an enjoyable movie. Yeah, what I said is I don't like the plot of the movie. Um, I didn't say anything about the how the Jimmy Stewart one was made. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of that particular era of Tom Hanks, though. Um, I think it was it, he he went through this period where he was in all these like romantic comedies that with Meg had a, Ryan that really varied on quality. <laughs> Did you ever see, uh, what was it? Tom versus a volcano. Um, Joe, Joe versus the volcano. Yes. And, and no. Oh, you have to, it's spectacular. It makes no sense. It is the <laughs> dumbest movie. I can't believe somebody made this movie. This is like, I was 14 when I saw it. And like, I, I remember, like, when you're a kid, just movies are great. Like, all movies are great. Like, there's no such thing as a bad movie. And then I remember seeing Joe vs. the Volcano, and I'm like, who the fuck made this movie, and why? <laughs> so that was your that was your first disappointment at a movie? I don't think it was my first. It was one of my first, for sure. It's, uh... But... I remember, I remember bar- it was, um... Actually was kind of a good movie. Like, yeah, I, you also saw well, that one when you were young. So. Yeah, when I saw it, well, I liked it when I was young, but I figured that was because I was young. I went into this being like, all right, let's watch this probably piece of shit. And I was like, oh, you know what? Pretty good, actually. I was surprised. I I, I have to admit that um, certain... I, I, couldn't, I couldn't help but be annoyed by certain choices that the characters were making, but that's just the consequence of it being... It, it, they were doing stuff that was necessary for the very particular plot that they wanted, but I just it, it felt like it wasn't good choices that anybody was making. <laughs> in particular, um, oh, like I I found that the, I found the American boy just unbelievably annoying. Um, like when he's when he's trying to get 
his father to like stop the truck. And oh yeah, the... it's like, oh, I broke my leg. I need medical attention. Like the most unconvinced. I don't know if it was the kid being annoying. I think that that kid was being a bad actor. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And also, like the whole, um, I don't know. Just like it, just it's just little like little things um, along the way of. You know, where the parent has to act in a, has to overreact in a way so that the child rebels, so that they all like come together at the end. It's, I don't know, maybe it's just the fact that you've, I've seen this plot so many times. I also found some of like the, uh, because it's very much aimed at children, some of the very much aimed at children part, I, I, I never even found funny when I was a child. I, I, I will, I will never understand people's fascination with farts. Uh, as a source of humor um it makes no sense to me uh and one of the big jokes was a farting dog that was kind of funny i kind of liked that uh the one thing that i that i have noticed that i really liked about this movie that i was really surprised by is the visual the visual effects in this are extremely impressive really you thought so i thought they were very well done like even that first shot when like you see Jim Broadbent rocking across a chair like it like usually like when you see movies like this you can kind of see the strings you can kind of see like oh that part that was definitely green screened but like very well edited so like I didn't notice any scenes I I noticed I noticed a few um that were very very evidently um green screened when um when they're really close to like John Goodman's face and such. Also, um, there's this one moment where John Goodman is like, he reaches, he, he, there's like a, a hole in the floorboards and he's reaching for the borrowers. And then you see it from there. So it's just like this big hand moving around, but the hand is moving around in a way. No hand would actually move around if it was reaching for something. Um, basically the hand was staying in one spot and the fingers were yeah, moving. Yeah, it kind of looked like a big spider. <laughs> um, it, well, you know, it kind of looked like um, like something that you'd see in like an old Universal Studios ride where it's got like the one big, um, you know, mechanical thing that people have to act near. Um, yeah, it just it would have been more dynamic movement, but they needed to choreograph it, so it had to stay pretty still. I mean, that's that's where I feel like it gets kind of obvious that it's uh, like a twenty-something-year-old movie. Uh, it it doesn't look bad though. It just um, things have, of course, gotten better looking. Um, it has it's definitely aged better than um, movies from that era that were trying to use uh, a lot of more like computer graphics. Like a like, like yeah, like anything that was trying to use CGI at the time, you try watch it now, and you're like, that looks ridiculous. Except for Jurassic Park, for some reason. Yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Well, because Jurassic Park um, was using practical mixed with um, computer. Uh, It didn't. It didn't go full computer. Like there was actual like big, like the big brontosaurus feet that they would have, and the big. 
Triceratops when she's like leaning against but, like, it and when everything you see like that was all practical. Rex in action. That's definitely CGI, and like it's very well done CGI. Like you still, it still looks kind of real. And that movie is like what 1995 or something. 93. Uh, remember the same year as <laughs> we're back. Fuck that movie. I never want to think about that <laughs> terrible piece of shit ever again. <laughs> I'm still so mad you made me watch it. Hey, hey, I didn't make you do anything. That's true. We're a team. That's true, but you suggested and we're the, going to you go suggested all... that one. <laughs> hey, we're going to go through all the John That's Goodman true. movies sooner or but later. But like Um so Hugh Laurie is in this one, but did you know in the BBC series, it uh, Stephen the same Fry character? is in it? Oh, okay. No, but um, I just found it interesting that um, the comedic duo of, of Fry and Laurie were both not in together. the borrowers, but just not. You know what's a, you, the you know who borrowers. has a weird cameo uh, yeah, in this the... is Alex Winter. Who, by the way, <laughs> good segue to talk about how I, I he remember, has a new movie out this week. Yeah, who was Alex Winter in this? Because I remember reading that Just he was in it, but then never was, like, paid attention close enough to notice him. And, like, there's the ad of, like, the, oh, I'm going to kill small things guy. There's, like, a split second where there's, like, a gangster movie, and he's that guy. That's <laughs> Ted's contribution oh, yeah. to this movie. Oh, yeah, Bill and Which, Ted 3. Were you ever a fan of the Bill and out. Ted movies? I have never seen... Um, Bogus Journey's Bogus pretty Journey. good, but like that original, you cannot... That is a great movie. Yeah, um, I know that it bothers some... Uh, it bothers the Zoomers because it's fairly homophobic. But I, it I is mean, very it funny. was for like the time. I mean, I don't want to defend the homophobia as like a product of the time because obviously the time was wrong. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying that if like if a young audience were to be introduced to the movie because of the fact that um, Keanu Reeves has become a meme and he's got a new Bill and Ted. So you combine Bill and Ted three with the meme of Keanu Reeves. I could just see a whole new generation of people um, getting angry too, at the movie yeah. all of a sudden. But like, still what a great movie. So that, yeah. And yeah, it's, um, Oh, it's a super fun. It's like a super fun movie with uh, George Carlin and John, uh, it's got time John, traveling george carlin um, but like when his when it's a close-up of his hands he's joe saturani <laughs> um oh yeah um uh, it's yeah i haven't you know so it's what it's it's they see joan of arc and, and so Billy the kid and um and Socrates and uh, abraham lincoln and... My favorite is like when they meet Bill, Billy the yeah. Kid. Like, oh, Mister the Kid. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they go to the future in this one, in this upcoming one. Um, also, they've got daughters. Which, 
I'm like, so, I haven't seen it yet. I'm very like, it's getting good reviews. I really want to see it. Yeah, the trailers look funny. Um, yeah, uh, I I don't know if I. I it's unfortunate yeah, that John the, Goodman. We could definitely it. review it for. Is coming? Is he in anything coming out this year? Um, let's let's just take a quick look. John Goodman. His next um, thing is it's no. He's just got TV oh, stuff. Oh, probably this year. more of the Mighty Gemstones. No, um, the Righteous Gemstones was just 2019. It didn't get another. I think it. I did. don't think it got another season. Um, well, the IMDb has it just says 2019. Okay. There's no 2020 I, I thought episodes. It's been renewed. I thought there was more um, episodes coming. He had episodes of oh, the Connors that's, this that's year. Disappointing. Uh, he was. Um. He was on uh, a show called The Freak Brothers and Monsters at Work, which is like, I guess, the oh, Monsters Oh, there's something Inc. we could review TV at some show. point. Uh, he's you only in the, the, the first single episode. episode of a TV show. Or maybe we could like um, bundle it in with our review of Monsters University. That we could do. Actually, there's also an there's a there's another there's a there's a Monsters Inc. short film. We Scully's, that would probably be the better one to, to bundle car. with Monsters at Work. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, it came on like the DVD, it? I think. So so oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask what it's about because we're gonna talk about it before uh, at another time. But uh, yeah, the only reason I know about it is because of. Um, searching john goodman on disney plus okay so going over my notes i have for this movie uh i don't have a ton else to say about it i thought this is a really good movie uh why were the borrowers british alex winters in this uh i feel like this movie kind of was lost to time because about the time because it came out around the same time as toy story Did, yeah, it came was out it? like within a few, like nineteen, um, like Toy Story was ninety five. This was ninety seven. Yeah, but I don't know why. Um, I don't know why uh, Toy Story. Would, I think would more like it's, it's kind of the same idea about like what's happening in your house when you're asleep. But like Toy Story captured the imaginations yeah, but, of people uh, better um, than this did. Yeah, let's see. Toy Story came out uh, 1995, but you know what else came out in 1995? If you wanted to make that kind of like comparison, oh god, uh, the what Indian a in the cupboard movie. But that came out in 1995, and that's closer to the borrowers than. Um, I don't remember anything about the Indian in the cupboard except for that. Like, I had the VHS, and it came with a key, and it came with like a little toy. Uh, little toy like i guess you'd call them indigenous a little native yeah but like it had like all of the paint and the feathers and yeah um because the whole thing is that he had the little toy and then when he put it when he put toys into the cupboard and then opened it up they would become alive i remember one scene he put like a dinosaur and, uh, and and a soldier and yeah there's um 
it's kind of like I feel like it's got a similar vibe to like a movie like Night at the Museum, where it's just like, hey, look at all these wacky things like, next to each other. But why did they give it a um, title <laughs> that like you can't you can't call a movie that now anymore? Um, I think it's the oh, name of the sense. book that it's based off. And fuck that book too. retroactively fuck that book also also not to get like things like complicated the term indian is actually correct in certain contexts in the united states um because of something called the indian act so there's still a lot of uh what we would call native or indigenous peoples who in the united states um use the term indian um like as like the politically correct term it gets really complicated and, and it's actually just you got to focus on regionality when it comes to to these words not there's not really any of them that are universally good or bad except for the ones that are really yeah, bad. yeah. when we, we don't need to <laughs> and some of them and some people have named baseball teams after those so oh yeah those ones are way worse than uh than this one um but this one's always safe when you're talking about people from India. What if they remade it? Um, what if they remade the Indian in the cupboard? Um, you know how like they they want to um, uh, get like um, like all the voice actors like replaced on The Simpsons with people yeah. of their actual nationality. What if they just like um, they took the Indian in the cupboard and they just they they replaced the little native with like a, a little but, like, like it's East a modern Indian, times one, uh, but. <laughs> No, they, you know, you take the 1995 version and you just replace the one character. <laughs> Turkey territory. Here. <laughs> None of this has anything to do with the borrowers. Yes, it does have to do with the borrowers because it came out no, that's in the 90s. Or fair, close enough. Hey, it's closer than other things. We it's closer than Bill and yeah, Ted. No, 3. because Alex Winter was in both of those and <laughs> both of these movies. Ah, oh, has how? What has Alex um, Winter I done? Don't though, no, like I would never be oh. able to answer that question. He was Bill. Oh, I, Mark. What? I figured it out. I figured it out. Do you know who directed, um, the Borrowers? Keanu Reeves. Uh, Peter. Peter Hewitt. You know what Peter Hewitt is Dylan most known Ted's? for directing? So Bogus my question Journey. is then why would he take the main character of that and be like, you could be, you could have a half a second of screen time in my next movie? Well, you know, um, those kind of cameos happen all the time with with the director's That's friends. That's true. It's like we just need somebody to be a cowboy for 20 seconds. Are you free on Friday? Yeah, kind of like how, um, like, like um, Bruce Willis played a drunk, um, like member of a bachelor party, um, who doesn't have any scripted lines in four rooms. He's not even credited. Um, it's just because he knows, because uh, it was directed by uh, Quentin Tarantino, and they had just made Dude, um, Pulp movie. Fiction. I hate that movie so much, except for the part that Quentin Tarantino directed. What about the part that Robert what was Rodriguez that about directed? Again? With the with the dead body that's stuffed in the mattress and um 
and Antonio oh, Banderas. Oh, yeah. And... Like, that, that was fine, I guess. Like, the rest of the... Like, <sighs> the rest of the movie was bad. Like, all the shit with the witches. Like, the only part of the movie that I was actually interested in is when, like, there was the whole thing about, like, all right, we're going to take your finger. And then... Because we've seen so many movies that are like, obviously, you're not going to take the finger. The guy loses the bet, off the finger comes, that's the end. And we're like, what? That's amazing. You just did that? Four Rooms just went from being like a terrible movie to like a good movie for a minute. And then it's over. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's a terrible movie. I think it's um, I think it's a. It's an inconsistent. I think that's movie, what happens but, when you have four people um, directing one movie. But even the bad stuff, I thought Tim Roth was good in. Um, Tim Roth held the movie together, in my opinion. Yeah, kind of, but um, like, it wasn't enough to save the movie. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I only saw it once. It's not a it's rewatch. It's like a good movie concept. It should have uh, been so much better than it was. Would you rewatch The Borrowers? Um, I don't think so. Like, I liked it this time. If I had, like, <laughs> something that I needed to show a kid someday, maybe. But, like, I don't know. So, um, next week, we've got a, we've got a surprise. We've got a, a potential surprise coming. So, we're going to keep the, 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 the theme of next week's episode a, a little bit of a secret. But then, the week after that, it's it's the end of the season. Mark, we've we're coming we're coming close Which, to the end of the season. Where did the time go? How how how, how does it feel? Um, I, 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 I submitted my masters, and uh, and we're we're getting close to we'll have watched twenty one John Goodman. Wait, movies. Are these are the only movies I watch now. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I saw a movie that didn't have John Goodman in it. Yeah, I've watched I've watched twenty five. I think I've watched twenty five movies um, since March. No, not since March. Since uh, since we started this, um, and and three of them didn't what, have uh, John Goodman in it. What day is this episode coming out? Do you know? September Ooh, 11th. Okay, uh, just a few quick plugs. Uh, September 25th, Edmonton. I'm going to be uh, at the Grindstone Theater. I believe that's an 8 o'clock show. Uh, October 7th, I'm going to be in Grand Prairie at uh, the, 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 Grand Ho- the Grand Casino there. Uh, October 8th to the 11th, I'm at the House of Comedy in uh, New Westminster, B.C., and uh, October 23rd, 24th, I'm at Yuck Yucks Edmonton with Jason Rouse, Triple X Show. Ooh. X, yeah, it X, just means X. it's going to be a very dirty show. And you're not going to be wearing I mean, a shirt, no, that's right? That's the plan as of this moment. <laughs> uh, there's. I mean, the, this, there's only a few stand-up comedians who who do it without shirts on, and they're a very niche a little crowd. Bit, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds great. You're it, uh, you're, you're getting bit. busy again. Well, I mean, 
that's that's way more uh, way more plugs than you had the last that's episode true. we recorded. It was like, oh, I'm doing one show here, one show there. But yeah, I'm starting to get back to work a little bit here. Right on. Nice. So thanks for listening, guys. But, but yeah, join us next week for a special episode. A very special and, episode. Uh, keep watching. Keep washing your hands. Fuck the police. Um, keep wearing masks. And yeah, All fuck right, the police. See you guys next week. Bye bye.